Hello and welcome to another episode of the I'm Peaking podcast. This is episode six. Uh, I am your host, Devin, and um, we have a special guest today here with us, um, K-pop Goku, <laughs> IFBB Pro, <laughs> Goku, <laughs> Mr. Niall Nega. Welcome to the podcast, Niall. What's up, man? <laughs> and we Thanks also have... Oh, Mickey! Nand, right down here. Brenda. All right. Um, but yeah, thanks again now for coming on and uh, for coming on so last minute too. Yeah, too. You said yeah. K pop? Are you in a K pop dance thing? Yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> um, but I think uh, the first question we can all talk about. Well, actually, I wanted to address that uh, this is going to be released on, I think, November 20th. So yeah. it will be long past escape. But uh, where we're shooting this right now, Escape just happened last weekend. Yeah. So we're I gonna. Think, I can't believe it's already been a week. I think that's okay though. But yeah, like. Oh my god. Yeah, but how was everyone's escape? Oh yeah, and I forgot. Now he went with <laughs> they us. They forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I I personally had a very good experience, even though I cried for like thirty minutes of it. Oh yeah, you uh, did. At least yeah. that this guy, you know, recognized you crying oh at his God. set. Yeah, you know, San Holo. Uh, San oh yeah, I saw her. Oh, I saw her. I saw my soul left my body like three times, four times, five times. <laughs> yeah, you were not there. I was like, why are you crying, man? No response. Yeah, dude. No, Wait, I... can we put the video of like, like why are why are you crying? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it. It's great. Caleb. People like no like people uh, if you don't know already said this guy's my favorite artist. And it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm like sad or anything. Like our friend Caleb, he actually came and was like, everything's fine. Like, just know that you're good with your good friend and life is good. And then Dev's like, no, no, no. These are happy tears. He, he's, he's good. He's good. He's like, and Caleb switched so quick. It's like, oh, yeah, you cry. You have those feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yourself, baby. Shout out, baby Z's. <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, said, this guy's my absolute favorite. So like with every like beat moment, I was just like feeling it. And I'm like, you know. I don't know if anybody has listened to their favorite artist with all their best friends. Dude, it's something else. It's yeah. something yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. I've cried during Subtronics before. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, Seeing... many, so many bro moments. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing Martin Garrix like healed my inner child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was like, such a good set. Right? Yeah. It was just all good vibes and like seeing everyone jump to animals. <laughs> I was like, whoa. It was so good. Such a good time. Now, what was your favorite set? Kezo. 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 Oh, we had that shit was hard. Spot, also, dude. I've never ever heard him play that much hard style in a row. That much, really? Yeah. Like that was like the most hard style I think all at once. And I was yeah. talking to uh, Caleb about it. He was saying because you know, I think also partly probably because of TikTok, but like yeah. hard style is on the come up again. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, um, definitely, it definitely is. And mm -hmm. yeah. it just sounds like a lot of these DJs like Kizo are really trying to incorporate that. Yeah, so a lot. yeah, I actually I, I thoroughly enjoyed it too. Yeah. Wow, look at you! Like I know I don't style. like hard style. Yeah, wow. I mean nice. I feel like. I feel like there's very specific kinds of hard style. Like there's subgenres of hard style in oh, itself. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 And like Kezo, Kezo really, Kezo's a really good one. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, we got down, we got down at that set. I think I just like how he's a throwback though. He's just such a throwback. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> oh my god, we have that spot in the back too. That that spot was oh, that clutch. Was the best shot. Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah. easy oh, to dude. get there too, like walking around yeah. to the yeah. right yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. See, okay, this is uh, well, maybe I shouldn't share that tip because then they'll do it. I'll share it anyway. Um, but then with, everybody's gonna cop it. It's fine. It's fine because okay, okay. like we don't want it to be so congested. That's true. Like when you're at a festival, you have to consider the traffic, like where people are walking from. So if like yeah. if there's a big tent, everyone's walking from the left side because everything else is on the left yeah. side. Yeah. Go around back. Go around to the right. Plenty of space, and that's exactly what happened to a lot of these uh, stages. Mm -hmm. Like, if there's only 
if there's a wall or an exit on one side, everybody yeah. can like go around and just really fill the space. Yeah. Um, another thing that I want to bring up is like the amount of people that came up to us and saying that they were listening to the podcast oh, on yeah, the way. Thank you guys Thank so you. much. Dude, yeah. like, we re- we warms my heart. Yeah. So Mike. many of you guys came up and said that like you were listening to the podcast on the way to the festival. Like, that was oh, yeah. nuts. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to say. I was speechless. I was like, wow. You really listened to us. <laughs> Stop it. We're yeah. part of your festival routine. Oh. Yeah, Nand and I were in line waiting for our, we were uh, picking up our, our tickets at the Double Tree. And yeah. uh, the guy in front of us, uh, shout out uh, Eric. I think that was his name, right? Forgot his name? Damn. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Eric. You know who you are. I'm pretty sure it's Eric. Yeah. He, he was yeah. dressed as Zuko. He's, yeah, yeah. He was dressed as Zuko. Yeah, but shout out, yeah, shout out to you, man, for, uh, yeah, he was also listening to us on the way. And that's that's really cool. I never. That's like the last thing I would expect anyone to be listening to right? on the way to a festival. Yeah. Like, stuck in traffic too. Like just yeah. listening to us speak. Yeah. You would think they'd be like listening to like, like bumping it up. Up. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're just listening to our voices. Yeah. Yeah. I, will, I will say though, I got I got a bunch of feedback from different people saying like you know, they they've had like um, a bad representation or a bad perspective of festivals from like their friends or whatever because yeah. people just. They think, oh, people just go to festivals, get super, super fucked up and go too hard, all that jazz. So they're like, I don't want to go to that. Why would I go to that? Then they see our podcast, listen to our podcast, and they see how educational it is. And they see how, like, we're, like, promoting, like, you know, let's have a good time. Let's be safe, all that jazz. And they're like, oh, I want to go and do this. Like, I, I feel yeah. safe doing this. Yeah. I remember um, this guy, po- he met all three of us. Bryn wasn't there because she was late. But um, mm-hmm. he was talking to us about how, like, he felt so secure and safe coming into the festival after watching our stuff. And honestly, that literally warms my heart because that's yeah. what we want to do for you guys. Yeah, I think, yeah, especially that's crazy to me because your first time is always like, it's always like the one of the ones you remember the most. Exactly. You know, and so for that, to, for people to like feel that because they saw our content and yeah. they were inspired to go to an event is mm-hmm. crazy to me. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Speaking speaking of first events, when was your first event? I was about to ask that yeah. too. <laughs> oh, um, so my first event was uh, I think it was um, Spring Awakening. Oh, I think it was Spring Awakening and Electric Forest. They were like <gasps> two oh, weekends back to back together. That was your Electric first forest? first ones. Electric Forest what? was uh, like. <laughs> It was a life changing experience. Yeah, bro. Dude, yeah. I yeah. Bet. I've oh never even God, been to Electric that's on my Forest. Bucket list. Straight up. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Electric Forest. Twenty twenty three. Let's do it. Not not down. <laughs> not down. <laughs> not, not down. <laughs> wait, why are you not down? No, he said he's I'm not no. not down. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I thought tickets were already sold out for twenty twenty three. Well, we'll figure no something way. out. We'll figure they sell out so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but how is that though? It was the best experience of my life, for sure. Yeah. To be honest, even after all the festivals I've been to, festival-wise, you know, it, like for me, it depends on like what kind of people. Are, I'm sorry, the mic. I feel like the mic sounds weird. Um, it depends on the amount of the kind of people that you're with, like mm-hmm. the family that you're with. If it's like your your tribe, right? But yeah. yeah. Aside from that, festival-wise, I think Electric Forest has um topped all of the festivals I've been to. Yeah. I think it's just my vibe, you know, going out there during the day, a bunch of people on hammocks. Yeah. Just, yeah. Dude, and you have to stay there, right? Because it's all camping and stuff. Yeah. So you're always oh, in the... It's also the, the dirtiest the- festival I've ever been in. Oh, yeah. 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 It, feels yeah. like, it feels like an insomniac burning man. Damn. Ooh. I like that. Let's honestly, go. though, honestly, though, that makes me think of Okeechobee. Because, like, same thing. It's in the forest. It's in, like, super dirty. It's, yeah. like, like, hammocks. It's super yeah, chill right. vibe. Like, yeah. I, I really want to go to Electric Forest and compare the two now. You, you have yeah. to. You Dude, have to. it's the plan. How it's many days was it again? 
Is it three? It's three. Oh, oh Okeechobee's four. That's the difference. <laughs> Okeechobee also has a glamping. So. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. There are two weekends, so you could go both weekends. Oh, but... yeah. Wait, for E-Forest, there is? Yeah. Oh, okay. And they still sell out? Oh, they still sell out so fast, yeah. That's Damn. crazy. Says a lot. Damn. Where is it? Like, what state is it in? Michigan. Michigan. Michigan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Some random in forest. The, yeah, in the, <laughs> exactly. In the forest. Imagine frolicking in the forest. I see those videos forest. though, and they look insane. Oh, like yeah. the drone the view. setup. Yeah, mm-hmm. the setup. Because like have. all the trees are like light Absolutely. up in different colors. Yeah, and they also have like intimate stages. Yeah, like, really intimate yes. stages. And I also love the fact that they have like a piano in the middle of the forest. So like Porter was in there, set the sky. Set the sky. Yeah, they were playing piano and everyone just sings along and it's so pretty. I wonder if those are, are like always secret sets too. That way there's not maybe, too many people showing up. Maybe. Hmm. I would do that. Because they just pop out of nowhere. So if you see it, it's kind of like a rare thing. Yeah. Damn. Well, if you want to see it at eForest or if you're going to eForest, let us know. Who's the, we'll who's, the um, who's the company that runs it? It's not Insomniac, is it? It's no, Insomniac. It is? Oh, is it? I don't, yeah, wait, is it I think oh. they just... Well, I... I uh, I just remember there's, there's a situation where they were like sold it to base next or something, but then he had all those allegations. Yeah, so now yeah. it's like, I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, it's, it's under an insomniac. Huh? Oh. Yeah. They haven't let us know about that. Right? I'm like, where's the, where's the, <laughs> let us know about Okeechobee, but <laughs> oh, it is insomniac. That's crazy. It's, it's definitely a weird it's one. Insomniac. I feel like they never really, um, I feel like it's just so popular. Yeah. They don't need to promote it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't. Get us out. yeah they don't. That's true. That's yeah. Well, We'll, we'll figure we'll figure out a way to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to comment on uh, with Escape, though. Um, so first off, yeah, I wanted to uh, reiterate again. Thank you guys all for coming up to us um, and saying what's up to us and uh, for taking pictures with us and telling us about the podcast. We like really appreciate that. The one thing I will say, though, when we are shooting videos, um, guys, I like. Uh, well, first off, actually, before I get into this, thank you for everyone who does like wait uh our off to the side yeah, yeah, or if, we, yeah. if we're like yeah if we are in the middle of a video or whatever but um and i know pr- probably a lot of the people who do do this aren't you guys listening or watching yeah, they're, just yeah. randos. they're just randos yeah. but like um photo bombing our videos and stuff makes it a lot harder for us to like get it done. do our yeah, yeah. videos and stuff because when we're shooting our videos at the festivals and stuff we're trying to get them done as as soon as possible so that we can go have fun with our friends yeah. Yeah. and when you guys pop in the back like <laughs> it's like it's like guys bro, it's, like, so, it's, it's so funny to watch the hustle dude no like it, it's funny and like i love your energy and your vibes but like I remember this one time I was shooting a TikTok with Devin and this guy just like pops out of the camera and just stares at it for like a minute. I was just like, we were just like waiting for him to leave. <laughs> we're like, dude, like, is he gonna? Because I kind of want to catch this set. Like, is he done? Like, yeah, <laughs> we, we got we got we got things to do. Yeah. yeah, you guys, you have to understand, like shooting at a festival for us is really stressful. I know someone recently uh, can also oh, relate yeah. to that. Yeah. Oh. Niall started shooting at, at festivals as well. Nice. You want to tell us about your experience on that too? Like, So annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just want to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a full setup too because you have your mics and you have a camera. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. We just have our phones. But yeah. I mean, it can be super fun when I'm actually in, when we're finally there. Yeah. We're finally there and we're situated and then we're shooting. Then it's cool because we got to meet a lot of people. Yeah. yeah especially yeah. depending on the kind of content you're doing. Yeah. But aside from that, uh, the process of getting there, trying yeah. to get there on time with all the equipment, the yeah, daylight, yeah. On make sure time. you have the flash and shit. Yeah. yeah. We're always Not like, fucking forgetting your SD card. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Did you hear yourself? 
Uh, <laughs> Replay. Just kidding. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, Nile. <laughs> Nile's forgotten his SD cards twice now. There's or always least, something going on with your SD cards. It's either yeah, like no, you're losing dude, the I, SD cards. Yeah, I was talking to Nile. Yeah. I'm like, why do we still have SD cards? Why don't we have like the cloud for like cameras? Like, honestly, SD cards are just, they're <laughs> Yo, so Apple, small. They should be I'm, getting sorry, that I'm shit. sorry. Like, I can I can stop you right there, dude. The unbelievable amount of space they would need. That's, that's, tr- that's true. unbelievable. But you, pay, you would pay for it. Yeah, you think it's infinite cloud that's space? True. And that's they would true. have to like they would There's have a server somewhere underneath water. But like what if they integrated like some sort of storage unit into the camera so that we didn't have to worry about SD cards and then you just offload like you have a certain amount of space on the camera and then you just offload it. Yeah, but people want to be able to have multiple SD cards when they're like you're in the mountains, you're shooting something, you run that's out of true. space, that's you need to be yeah. able to like implement more space more space more space i know what you're saying though having like a little backup <laughs> yeah right yeah like built-in hard so drive much easier. yeah exactly yeah. but like uh, speaking of like getting to the festival dude the traffic of day one oh yeah oh it's oh, terrible because yeah. it's yeah. friday everyone's getting off of yeah work. dude it took me like four hours to finally get to the venue it took you four hours okay like it took two hours to drive there <laughs> But then getting into the parking lot was like another hour. Well, and then getting to the festival was like another okay. hour. We didn't have that experience because yeah. we got, well, we got there really early. We though. left, oh. like, we left LA at like 10 a.m. Uh, no, noon? Noon. Yeah, like, so oh. noon is prime time. I left like at 1.30. You have, you have to understand on Fridays, yeah. everyone's getting off of work as well. You're leaving from LA and yeah. all the people who are going to the festival who are getting off from work early or getting off from work to go. Yeah. You're now in prime traffic when everyone is going to yeah. the festival. Yes. Yeah. Such a shit yeah, show. Don't leave at five o'clock because then you'll get there at nine. Yeah. <laughs> or like especially if you leave from like further away like Niles and San Diego. How was the traffic for you getting there? And you left earlier. She's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is the best description. <laughs> Yeah, because you kept you kept calling me and you were like, all right, I'm going to be there at, I think it was like 2.30. All right, I'm going to be there at 3. And you call again. All right, it says it says 3.45 now. <laughs> you're like, all right, it just kept going back and back. Oh my God. So yeah, if you're leaving from a little further away, definitely leave early, as early as you can. Mm-hmm. If you're leaving from LA, I would say like latest you can leave is like 1.00. Yeah, you want to be in yeah. traffic. Yeah. And that's if you want to get there at, like, you know, on time. So yeah. people, they're okay with like getting there at like nine. Yeah. 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 That's true. You know, I saw some people getting to the venue like at 11 p.m. Yes. Jeez. And I'm like, y'all, you're like spending all this money in order to, to see one set. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> to be fair, uh, Nocturnal 2021, um, I actually went for just seven lines, but I also, it was, it was our friend gave me uh, his wristband for uh, free. I mean, so it was like, we also okay. did that at the last escape too. Remember day two? We only went there yeah. for, for, uh, well, it was William the opposite. Black. It was the opposite though. It was, it was, we got there early and we were there for a couple hours and then we left because mm. we had a Halloween party with our yeah, friends. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, actually on the topic of that though. Uh, one tip I do. <laughs> Sorry, was that loud? <laughs> I saw Niall go. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I don't have a control over my volume sometimes. Um, sometimes, on, okay, a lot of the times. But Damn. on on the volume. <laughs> all right, I'll talk back here. <laughs> on the vo- on the volume on the topic of leaving early, um, guys, leaving fifteen minutes before the festival ends. If you want to beat all the foot traffic and all the traffic getting Such a game out of the changer. venue. Is literally a game changer. <laughs> I leave like two hours before the festival ends. Well, yeah, you're a, I, you're a grandma. So. I, have, I am a grandma. <laughs> I have to throw this in there because I was the one driving. I was the one driving for this. When you leave NOS, specifically NOS, oh, yeah. make sure you go 
way like four five exits away because they close off everything you don't want to go to like the next exit and oh it's directing me back to the first one like you have to low-key ignore the gps and just go pat like way down south way down north to get onto the freeway just to leave yeah Yeah, because the gps doesn't even register that like some of the roads and freeways are closed off uh so yeah to be safe we were what how how much longer were we like on the road before we got home minimum like 10, minim- 10 to 10 to 20 minutes no minimum 15 minimum 15 to 20 what i don't like about nos too is like they close off all the other entrances and exits and it's only one now it used yeah. to be like closer yep. to the stages but now it's yep. all the way at the back oh yeah yeah it's right. and the walk is so much farther and i hate it because like after the festival like you don't want to walk that it's mm-hmm. so far yeah and and like i i personally hate like the fact that when everyone's i've, I've always hated the like one entrance one exit yeah uh, it's, policy thing it's like a fire hazard yeah and so like everyone is just sardines walking out <laughs> and i absolutely hate that it's also so easy to like lose your group when you're mm. when you're doing that the amount of times we had to like shout out each other's name because we were like oh shoot like literally one person got like a couple people behind and then it's, it happens like, every time it happens yeah. every yeah. single time <clears throat> so yeah I would say, um, big tip, try to leave a little bit early if you can. I know sometimes it's hard because like when you're in it, you're in it. But yeah. Trust me. It's worth it's, it. it. Even it's just like it. 10 minutes. Yeah. That's the job. Yeah. Speaking of sardines, Escape sold out. Yeah. Sardines. Oh, <laughs> the lines just to get into oh VIP. My God. Oh, insane. No. Yeah, there was hella lines. Mm-hmm. So like at the end of the day, might as well just stay in GA because it's the same exact yeah. thing. I have a ton of fun. Dude. I uh so Alex and I went to the restroom right when you guys yeah. were like in VIP yeah and um so I was like okay uh, I got GA plus let's like meet right here um and you can go into the uh the restrooms in the normal GA whatever we'll just meet up yeah and I like waited in line for the GA plus and then he came back and I saw him waiting at the waiting spot and I was still waiting in line just to enter the GA plus gate the GA <laughs> restroom was way quicker. Yeah, that's I literally thing. that happens sometimes. No, okay, that's what happened. So I wasn't really supposed to see Nurko set, and so I was gonna be like, okay, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom for GA. It's gonna be GA plus. It's gonna be so fast, dude. I was in line for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Holy shit! It makes sense. It, think about it though. It makes sense because like there's so many GA porta potties, whereas like the yeah. GA plus and the 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 VIP, there's only a set number. And people yeah. take their time in there because oh, you could yeah. like sit down. And there's a yeah. mirror. There's a mirror. Yeah. Where you can look at yourself. Yeah, so I know. It's just it's so ironic longer. though. You know, know. <laughs> like like new people to the raves you know if they buy it they just don't know yeah, yeah. Don't and know. we were literally just talking about this in the last episode how like vip like there are benefits to getting vip and yeah. stuff not when escape. it's not overpacked <laughs> not, not when it's overpacked Shoot, like that i guess not like, i remember walking to set the sky and dude literally you could barely move everyone was literally squished like this and i was like yeah. oh this is what a sold out feels like. Yeah. And the people around me started laughing because I said that so loud. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, though, like we were in GA for Martin Garrix and said this guy. And we were like pretty, we it were was, pretty up there. And I, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It's, it's because it's what I was mentioning earlier. Like if you got a stage pinched up against the wall and there's only one or two directions in, yeah. everybody's coming from that direction. Yeah. Maybe a hundred feet in, they're like, this is too packed. I'm not going to go in further. Yeah. But the front left corner where there was like, not that many people because everyone's just getting like bottlenecked at the front yeah. Yeah. so no one's going in that deep 
Yeah. So everyone else is just trying to yeah keep their space. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We also had a decent sized group, so I feel like we were able to like space space ourselves out a little bit more because of that. Yeah. Which definitely helps. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, also random random tip I have too, by the way. I got one too. Um, Yeah. (laughs) For anyone that is chewing gum. Mm. Oh, I got a bathroom mm. one. For anyone chewing gum, don't don't throw your gum on the ground, please. Please. In a, in a, like in the set, I stepped on gum like three times, guys. I, I this is the, this is what I do. If I need to get rid of my gum, I find there. <coughs> you can look anywhere on the ground. There's usually a bottle or a can or like something that someone threw on the ground. Grab the bottle. You take your gum out. And you put it inside the bottle or the can. That way, if someone steps on it, they're not going to step on the gum. Okay, please. I, yeah, please. no, I s- agree. Stepped on like the same gum like four, five times during Martin Garrix. I'm like <laughs> trying to jump. I'm like Garrix. trying to jump, and then I, I'm like, why is it so fucking sticky? And I was like, fuck, it's the same piece of gum. And you just see me going like this, yeah, and then I'm you like, start to, to stick to other off. things yeah. too. Oh yeah, your pat, your uh, your ribbon for uh, when you were. Um, when you were, um, oh yeah, Maki, yeah, Maki, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it came off, and then gum got stuck to it. That's why I just like, let it go. Nah, I'm not I, putting that back nah, on. Uh, so <laughs> kind of like it keeps me grounded. It <laughs> 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 keeps me from going to the space. <laughs> um, and then back to that tip that I was talking about is uh for the GA bathrooms a lot same thing with the whole bottleneck. Everyone goes straight to the one first thing they see go around i promise you'll find something like yeah i feel like that's something important a lot of people need to understand at festivals in all scenarios you don't need to go to the first thing you see you come in there's like 10 different lines you they're the left lines are empty yeah it's like water mentality yeah yeah yeah, exactly water lines (laughs) uh food lines what have you like even when you're leaving in that one way in and out everyone's always just like hugging the wall on the left if you Mm -hmm. just go around on the right you will get out so much faster yeah yeah. Also, shout out to the uh, guy who gave Nand and I uh, a huge discount on our food because we paid in <laughs> cash. Um, so I don't know how much that's allowed, but um, I guess a little tip. Uh, if you bring cash to the festival, you never know. <laughs> also, shout out to the bartenders for hooking it up Yo! with all the alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, got- quick thought too. Shout out to the hot dog vendors. The hustle they have when there's a huge crowd going around them. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I, love how, I love how they're all lined up at the entrance. Like they're just they're all the way from like the beginning all the way to the end to the yeah, stoplight. Yeah. Some like pick the worst spot. They like they set up in the center. Oh yeah, we were walking yeah. by. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I want a hot dog, and Bryn's like, Devin, there's like ten other ones yeah. outside. Well, I kept saying to you, like, yeah. y'all, if, if you, you wanted it, if wanted you don't it. get those hot dogs, you're missing out. They Medium hot dogs. Hit the they should have spot. vegan dogs. Or you, could be, dogs. or you could be like Niall, who's like, Devin, can you just give me a bun? <laughs> <laughs> you don't like macros, bro. Yeah. Uh, Wait, can you explain why you do that again? Why I just why, why I asked just, for a bun? Yeah. I think I was just trying to ask for some carbs. <laughs> Fair enough. It was a lot of steps. Yeah. <laughs> valid. Yeah. Valid for sure. Um, is there anything else about Escape that we wanted to? Uh, about. I think she was about to say something. Oh, yeah. so since Escape was like so fucking packed, like the anxiety of having your phone stolen was like up to the fucking max. Oh yeah, I heard there was like a uh, uh, like a ring of people. I mean, that yes. were that went, it's it's not. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it always happens, but but like specifically people like they. Or they like noticed. Yeah. 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 Like, I think some people got arrested, actually. Yeah. 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 I heard I heard some people I, got arrested. I remember walking with Nan to go find Bryn and I was like 
fuck. Thank God I had the freaking clutch loop because. Yeah. Felt so much safer. Oh, so yeah. much fucking safer. Instant, in my opinion. And I mean, as you guys know, my phone got so long. I lost it. Um, um, oh, really? Yeah. It, it did? It, who knew? No right? way. Um, the security of the Never clutch loop, the, now that I've like used it, like there's there's like a tensile strength to yeah, it. So you yeah, can yeah. feel the weight of like it yeah. being pulled. Yeah. So every time I used my phone, I could feel it. I'm like, it's just like I always knew it was safe with me. Yeah, yeah. like I didn't I didn't think about it. Like yeah. I was just like, oh, my phone's right there. Yeah. yeah. I literally had mine hanging over my shoulder. Yeah. It was just like it was just yeah, like yeah, hanging yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Felt safe the whole time. But um, did you guys hear about the guys, the two guys who literally went to find a phone like hours before after the festival ended? No. So basically, um these two friends, one of his friends realized that his phone was stolen, but for some reason, like Cause you know how sometimes when you lose your phone, like it just turns off and you can't find it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his phone, like you could still find it. Like the oh, yeah. my iPhone was like still on. You know that's that's how it works. Oh, it's no, it's a new update. Cause even when my phone dies, it says iPhone findable. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a new thing. Mm-hmm. It just can't be completely dead. Okay. If no, it's fully it out of, no, no. If it's fully out of battery, then it can't. It can't. No, whenever mine is dead, it literally says iPhone findable. No, no. What I'm saying is it has a little bit in it, but when it's like fully, fully out of juice, there's just no signal that can come out of it. But if it's off. And there's like a little bit, even a tiny bit of battery. It'll keep, it'll keep tracking. Because mine has died before, and it still says iPhone. Yeah, because it, it still has a little bit of juice in there, mm. so that the system can keep like running right after it dies. Exactly. Yeah. But if you wait like I don't know, an hour, two hours, a day, it's so gonna that be- means if you turn it off and it has full battery, then it would be findable. Interesting. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Because so like mm. it was like literally four in the morning, and they realized oh. So they followed the phone like 60 miles into a house. Wow, getting PTSD. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, man. So um, as they so got there, they called the cops and the officer was like, um, you know, we can't really say anything. If they say no, then like it's it's whatever. Literally what but, we <laughs> but what happened was the officer actually looked in the bushes and they found two bags of phones in the bushes. Wow. Yeah. So um, obviously like the friend found his phone in yeah (laughs) found his phone and then this ended up in the news and so they took it to the like the down downy downy yeah they took it to the downy police station and a bunch of people had to go to the station and found their phones it was like over a hundred phones yeah i saw an instagram post that was like psa like stolen phones Mm -hmm. found so fucking kudos to those those two guys like you probably saved a bunch of lives that Mm -hmm. night um clutch loop Clutch loop. Get yourself one. It guys, it really helps. No, like I, like seriously. Just cause like they actually like really do help. Yeah. Be a hundred like, hundred phones not stolen. If I didn't have it, then my phone probably been those hundred phones. Yeah. Especially at at events like Escape. Countdown's coming up. Ooh. Not too late to get yeah. one. EDC Orlando is next week. Well, right now. Uh, well, I mean it'll have passed uh, by yeah. the time this just basically airs, get it for future events. Yeah. Just Dude. get one. Wait, how did you guys meet? <laughs> <laughs> so random, but like, just a curious thought. We can I'm ma- like, I can make this a segment that goes in the middle. Yeah, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Friends back to life. Um, I'm just curious on how you guys met. I, you know? I, oh, I remember. Well, definitely. well, I have a funny, yeah, I have, I have a funny I story remember. that I tell Niall about all the time, but I actually found Niall uh, on Instagram uh, in like June of 2021 um, from uh, another uh, bodybuilder I was following at the time. His name is Richard Duchon. Um, and then I think I saw Niall comment on one of his videos. So I went to Niall's profile and I was like, holy shit, this guy's fucking Jack and he's Asian. I was like, Whoa. and he's Asian. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> like I hadn't be seen someone as, be me. I hadn't seen it like an Asian person as Jack as Niall was until <laughs> like, until I saw Niall. 
So then I started following a bunch of Niles workouts, uh, which by the way, to anyone that is working out, highly recommend going to Niles uh, profile. And now has a plethora of workouts that you can nice. like do. Oh, he follows your workouts to a key. Yeah, like, he's literally, anyone. he's at the gym and he's like Dude, looking at your Yeah, new my friends will yeah. come up and then they'll be like, what you looking at? I'm like, Niall. <laughs> So. Yeah, no, I, I I exclusively do Nile workouts. Yeah, well, he trains me. Yeah, so. they're good. And so, um, I'm but anyway, I'm just so proud because you look so shredded, bro. Oh, thanks, man. It's yeah, I have I have you to thank for a lot of that. But um, but yeah. So uh, and then it was in November. Audiotistic, uh, Nand and I went to Audiotistic, and I think I messaged you before to see if you were going, and you had no idea who I was at the time. Uh, and so we we chatted for like a little bit. Um, I was just asking if you were going to Audiotistic, and you were like, Yeah, I'll be there. Um, so we ended up finding you at Audiotistic and I, I always recount this uh, situation because I think I was just really in my head. And actually, this goes a lot to say for like when you meet creators that you've seen on the Internet for so long. It's always so much different in person so because you're like overthinking everything yeah. because yeah. you you have this perception of them. Because yeah. you only see their internet personality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't actually like know them so that for all you know, they could be the complete opposite yeah. of like mm -hmm. how you perceive them to be. Right. And so I think I got really in my own head. And um, I know now like you were you were like getting food and you had um, like two other people with you. And uh, one of them, I think, was like not having a good trip or something or like mm -hmm. they were. Uh, not having the best so time. I, it was uh, just me and one other person. It was one. Other oh, person. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 But it was, it was like uh, to me, it felt like I don't know. It just felt. Um, I think it was awkward to bad me. Timing. Yeah, it was like bad timing, and um, so I got super in my head about it because I was like. I think I left like a really you, bad impression. I up. probably like looked like some weirdo that like was looking for Fan Niall boy. the whole time, and I was like, "Fuck, he probably thinks I'm like this like weird person or whatever." <laughs> and up. so yeah, and so then in March we had Beyond, and then Larry brought, uh, you know, you you guys uh, went with Larry to Beyond, and then we all met up at Beyond. And I was literally in the middle of shooting a video and I was just like, hey, you want to be in the video? And you're like, sure. And then you had no idea what was going on. But then I shot the video. And then when the video came out later, you were like, oh, OK, I see what you were doing. But we got a chance to hang out uh, during like Kaiwachi and during uh, some of the other sets. And that's when we actually like had some heart to hearts. And um, and I, I learned that um, now is actually a really great guy. So um, we became best friends. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's how the bromance. <laughs> that's how the bromance started. Um, but yeah, actually, on that topic though, it is good to note, like, um, for any of you guys, uh, when you guys do meet us and everything, like, we we try our best to make sure that you know we like are taking the time to like talk yeah, with you guys and absolutely. like take pictures yeah, and all course. that stuff because like we really do, um, we really do like love you guys. Yeah, um, yes, absolutely. Please. I'm yeah. I, I I the interactions I have with people they're my favorite. Yeah. yeah, there is one interaction that does make me uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> when people lag for too long. What do you mean? Like, 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 they just keep talking and talking and talking oh. and talking. And I'm just like, either I'm shooting a video or maybe I'm with my friends. Yeah. Maybe I'm literally eating food. It's just like, yeah, like, read the room, <laughs> you know, read the room. Like, like, I'm happy to talk, but it's just like, now you're starting to make me uncomfortable because I, because some people are like, yeah, can I come with you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> that, just, that it's just, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to respond to you. Like, 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 like. I just love you guys. Dance it off. I dance it off. Oh no, I this is like this is like in here. Yeah, like, yeah. just starts running away. Like, <laughs> but like I do it with love. Yeah. You know? yeah. But like the thing is, sometimes this happens in like VIP, or this happens in like near the bathrooms, or when I'm eating food, I can't just walk away, and I don't yeah. want to be rude like that. Yeah. But it's it's just like, 
I uh, yeah, it's too much attention. Or like you're in a hurry to get to another set. Yeah, Yeah. it's a it's a it's a healthy medium of like um you know just knowing like you you wouldn't necessarily just do that with anyone, and Mm -hmm. we are people just like you guys, you know. But like um you know like that's the thing is is if you're asking to like hang out just because like we're you know creators and we're like we're you know you've like follow us and you followed us for a while or whatever. Like also think about how it feels for us right yeah like if someone just came up to you randomly that you didn't know and was like asking hey by the way can i hang out with you right now yeah, like, yeah. let it be natural because like don't be scared though they appreciate it they yeah. do oh no i vibe with so many of y'all and i continue to dm you guys like are you going to this festival because it's natural and it came naturally and that's that's what it makes it feel like it's like the idea of like you know balance yeah like like uh make me feel comfortable you know, I, I'm, I'm going to take care of you. We you do get, yeah, we do get overwhelmed too. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and I do I do do get social anxiety. So sometimes I feel like I can't really talk to people. It's nothing against you guys. It's just like sometimes I, I can. I get too shy. Mm-hmm. But uh, come up. Say hi. Yeah. Headbang with me. Headbang, Headbang with, with me. me. Sorry, I'm going to just put my Pashmina on so I could get this thought out. Pashmina. Pashmina. <laughs> I think we're gonna do that from now on. I know I am. Let's fucking do it. Sorry, Robert, who's probably editing this. (laughs) Um, With the rise of like TikTok and EDM community on TikTok, do you guys feel like EDM is becoming mainstream? Because my thought is, I'm thinking of that video of the Excision um, Thunderdome laser beams that went completely viral for like part of TikTok that's not even part of the rave scene, Mm -hmm. and that's pretty mainstream. So, do you guys feel like it's getting mainstream? I mean. On those videos, sometimes though, I, I feel like they do become mainstream. I don't know if that necessarily makes EDM mainstream because I remember the same thing happened with uh, Zed from EDC mm-hmm. for his set when he transitioned uh, the Squid Games theme into uh, mm-hmm. Do It To It, That's the A Craze right. remix. Yeah, that went crazy. Yeah, that one went crazy also. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do feel like EDM is kind of starting to uh, like edge a little more towards the mainstream again. The yeah. only thing is. Um, I mean, not that anyone listens to the radio anymore, or if you do, like, what are you doing? But <laughs> why are you hanging the radio? I'm sorry, but yeah, I I don't know a single person that listens to the radio anymore. But the, usually, the way I could tell before was when like the EDM songs were being played on the radio, and not that I listen to the radio right now, but I don't yeah. think any like of those songs. You are, know, some people blame a content us content creators for bringing too much people in the scene. But do you think that's a negative thing? No. Uh, like, why would, I, yeah. I honestly you kind of agree with that in a way, but not in a negative way necessarily. But I can understand why people would be like, oh, this is my special thing. No, everybody's shuffling. Like, yeah. All this bullshit, right? yeah. You know, bang energy and all that shit. I remember, <laughs> back, <energy. coughs> I remember back in the day, we'd just go do rave, fucking listen to Above and Beyond. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was all just like the people who were Beyond. shuffling were like, people were just like, what the fuck is that? You know, yeah. it looks fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and there was like a different look to it too. That's um, true. Oh yeah, but, no, exactly. Um, I, I get that. But what did you mean by uh, EDM becoming mainstream again? Oh, I, I just, I think we just mean like it's, it's like becoming like something that's uh, more widely known. And uh, I think what people don't like about it is it becomes like overplayed. So, like for example, um, uh, one of the examples I can think of is like uh, the song "Middle" right by like Zed. Like that's something that you know was it's a great song, right? But the, I feel like the radio kind of killed it because they just kept playing it over and over and over again. And like, yeah. it's a, it's such a great song. It's like, 
it, I, I get why people would want that to be more of like a special thing. They would want it not to be so mainstream, mainstream and widely known by everyone to the point mm-hmm. where like, you know, that's all you hear on right. the radio. What do you mean by again, though? Oh, because, that's what I was asking. Right. So, um, oh, yeah, that's actually, yeah, that's a good question. Because I feel like back in 2012, 2013, there was a big spike in uh, EDM, uh, specifically with like clarity. Like mainstream collabs. Yeah, like yeah, clarity yeah, yeah, yeah. by Zed, um, also era. Spectrum. Who, who else was a big audience? Steve, Steve Aoki. Yeah, Steve, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Aoki. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. Marshmallow showed up a few years later. Marshmallow. Yeah, but, but like, I feel like that's when it, it things started, started to die down a little bit more. And Marshmallow was just one of the few who became really mainstream. But, mm-hmm. but back then, I feel like a lot of artists were becoming mainstream i think uh who, who calvin else? harris calvin harris oh, yeah. uh, oh. remember the calvin yeah. harris summer? Yeah, yeah. well you know what i've noticed is that i think well i think the fact of the matter is no matter what kind of a uh, demographic or what kind of like area or thing that yeah. you're looking into it's going to continuously become more comfortable within yeah you yeah know, yeah whoever's looking at things so like for example you look at the fitness industry uh everyone kind of really understands that macros are a thing now yeah. Back in the day, no one had any clue what the fuck that was. That's were. true. Yeah. But now everybody has at least an idea of what it is. Or yeah. if they don't, they're like, what, you count your macros or something? <laughs> <laughs> like a, a joke about loser. it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, that's an example of like something in the fitness industry that's saturated. So, it's like, yeah. what kind of content do I want to make now? It makes it a lot more difficult. But that's just kind of like the progression of how the world goes is that it yeah. seems like the knowledge that has become more available has now become also a lot more uh, common knowledge. Yeah. Mm. Because and of social media. I, yeah. yeah. And so that's the same thing with like the music industry and EDM. Yeah. Um, all the DJs started clapping with top singers mm. because they realized that that would pop their music yes, off. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, True. And now if you look at it now, there's still a lot of EDM collabs, but it's a lot more diverse. And those DJs that do those collabs tailor the music, in my personal opinion, to what kind of music they think will pop off or yeah. what mm-hmm. it's doing well mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to sound synthy like back in 2013 and like Calvin Harris. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably just because that's over and that's already been yeah. exciting. Yeah. Sure. Now at this time, we'll have things that are like different variations of house music and techno. Let's think of like, for example, that's like Gasefelstein with, uh, what's his name with a K? I fucking love him. Uh, he's like one of my favorite artists. But house I'm, Cashmere? I'm, no, no, no. Um, Cascade? Cascade? It, K? it doesn't start with a K. It doesn't start with a K. Uh, the the weekend. Sorry, oh, okay. I was thinking about I was thinking about Kid Cudi, but it's the weekend. Oh, okay, okay. Like yeah. the weekend and Gus Heffelstein have a similar sound, so they've mm-hmm. always like collabed mm-hmm. in the last few years, right? Yeah, it's like this weird, like dark mid tempo techno, yeah, like, yeah, France mm-hmm. shit. True. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that is true though. I've seen I've been seeing a lot of dubstep artists start doing like their techno release or techno slander. Yeah. Like slander, slander. Yeah, that's true. the other day. Uh-huh. Yeah, we actually yeah. talked in the last episode how uh techno and like um what was it? Uh what it was it a G house or whatever? It's like Gangsta Booty House. Yeah, Booty yeah. House. they call it Gangsta House. Did you know that? I don't I didn't even know it was Who? a genre. What? Yeah. There's house? a there's a genre of house called Gangsta House. Or ghetto house. That sounds sick, bro. Yeah, no, I, I don't know why it, I'm going I'm calling it Booty House. <laughs> yeah, they call it Booty House. Because honestly, it's not so much like better. a fucking Miss Doctor Sh- Doctor Fresh or something. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what it is. Okay, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. The fact that you were able to like nail that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> can I can I ask you then? Because like uh, I mean, I'm a I'm, I'm a dubstep guy. I'm a headbanger. What's what's your genre? Like, what's your favorite genre? Favorite I artist even. Like, I know. I'm sorry to say it, but I fucking love them all. I really do. Um, to be honest, Are at one point, hard that? style. Because I don't want it to sound like um, 
like oh i can't like decide i like all music oh, yeah. oh. but i like just love edm so much that i actually like just flip through every genre and I yeah. normally have favorites in each one yeah, yeah. it's depends on the mood yeah um hard style actually used to be i think my least favorite for a little bit uh but i think that was just because i live in america so there wasn't as much hard style playing yeah yeah and hard style is like hard style is like it's like a, for like for me it's like a for like a specific distinguishable kind of like situation yeah like i need to be like uh stim the fuck out of my car <laughs> yeah. just going uh speeding yeah yeah or like or, or i need like like be in the gym and middle moment, of the like set the, yeah, yeah. The, the beat drops it's like yeah. literally constant simulation the entire time yeah yeah it's just prs baby z's was showing me some um some like hard hard style on the way back from from escape can't say i was like super into it i kind of like the more melodic hard style but yeah. i am starting to get a feel for hard style do you mean like hardcore more. like was he showing you the hardcore oh yo it was chorus yeah it's like high yeah it was like yeah like like there's no there's no melody really playing yeah, it's literally yeah, yeah. just the sound of like yeah yeah have you guys ever have you guys ever watched an anime where like the um the intro was like a uh, fast hardcore, and there's a bunch of little Asian girls, and they're like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. I don't know the exact, <laughs> no, I haven't seen that, but like, it's always so silly to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I honestly got into stuff like hard style and drum and bass because when I first listened to those songs, it like brought me back to like anime intros when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, drum and bass, let's get yeah, it. Yeah, especially because drum and bass is really stemmed from um, like double time rock, which Wait. is uh, has the same drum pattern. Mm. I wish I, I knew what that meant. Like the like like there's our there are like drummers. That was good, bro. Thanks. <laughs> New career. Damn. Um, wait, yeah. So on the topic of anime intros, though, are are you a big anime guy? Big weeb. No, big I weeb, hate like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Goku sucks. You watch Goku Pokemon? Sucks worse. <laughs> but, oh my Pokemon god, Naruto? that's not even that's not yeah, even included. That's the joke, man. <laughs> so that's so funny. Um, so to be honest, uh, I'm an only child and, um, Me too. growing I up, I, I had a, <laughs> I feel like I talk about this a lot now, which is kind of so interesting and weird because every time I talk about it, I still feel a sense of discomfort. Like, like, do I want to just like talk about this as openly, but you don't have to, if you don't want to, whatever you're comfortable yeah. with, bro. I'm, I, I like it. I enjoy okay. it because it's allowed me to connect with people, nice. but, um, I had a pretty like <laughs> shitty, I had a pretty like mentally bad childhood yeah um my parents kind of just wanted me to like be that perfect yeah. asian child mm -hmm. you know uh, get your degree get a phd do all this stuff um and i was also also an only child yeah um, and so uh the way that our family kind of worked is like kind of this unconditional love type of container where like um you must do well and um you can't see other friends or see other people because that takes away from your time from either studying or adding to your resume in some yeah. other sort of fashion everything's a shit. distraction mm -hmm. so me being the um me being the really shitty <laughs> son that i was uh when my parents were putting in the password into the computer to unlock it in order for me to do homework i taped up this like i don't really know how i had it. i don't know if it was maybe my first phone or what um to contact my family but i like taped it to the corner of the office right videoed straight down on on the keyboard 
and then a video that my parents put in the password. Yeah. Um, and then after they left, um, that night I like watched the video over like I don't remember like thirty times or something. Basically played like a game of like hangman, tried to figure out like where their fingers were going. <gasps> wow. I figured out what the pa- what the password was. It was their fucking house address. So every night my mom would eat Cheetos, watch TV until about two a.m. I would set an alarm till two thirty, uh, and after she slept, I would wake up shake off my like tiredness and then sneak to the office room um log in and then watch all the anime while i was grinding on runescape at the same time wow (laughs) some 007 shit (laughs) how old were you when you did this i feel like i was like i feel like when i first started it was probably like 10 11 or something i just remember being under the age of the runescape age and I think that was like 12 or 13 or something. Probably 13. That's some fucking 13. skills right So it was probably like, like 10 or 11 or some shit like that. And uh, I would have never even thought. got my first girlfriend on RuneScape. It was sick. We were, <laughs> we were like following each other around all the time. How did you, how did you ask her? I don't know. I think I just asked. And then, <laughs> and then, and then like, and then like going on a quest together. Less than a week later, I saw her doing the exact same thing with another guy. And I was like, I hate oh, you. You're supposed to be questing with me. The betrayal. Shitty. I was, I was, I was generally actually really heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> I started watching all these like animes, like Chobits. Not, oh I don't know if you guys know Chobits. That's that's when the villain arc started for this <laughs> Chobits man. Chobits was my favorite. Bro. Chobits was great. <laughs> Chobits was amazing. Oh, oh my god. Would watch a lot of Inuyasha. <laughs> Just wanted my my Kagome Inuyasha relationship. <laughs> uh, but basically, my entire childhood was like a total like, uh, what is it called? Closet otaku. Yeah, especially because I lived in Texas and called station, so everyone was like racist. So they'd make fun of the food I brought to to school. And then one time, my parents even bought me a manga, a Dragon Ball manga, right? Yeah. So I was reading that in class, and this kid behind me was like, "Dude, what the fuck is that?" He pointed at the picture, and it was like it was like little kid Goku, but obviously one of those times where like Goku's not wearing clothes, so it like shows his little fucking weird. He's like, dude, that's fucking disgusting. Are you gay? And he was like, dude, this kid is gay. And he started yelling it across the whole bus. And and like for the rest of the year, every time I went on the bus back home or to school and he was there, he would just bully the shit out of me. For it. So like, fucked up. Fuck you. Fuck Texas. <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> yeah. Well. So it's kind of yeah. weird that now I look at TikTok and all these kids are like anime, anime. And I'm like. Man, you guys, you guys you don't, don't, know. Re- you don't really yeah, don't do know. That. They don't understand. Where was really this know. back then, dude? They don't understand. That's how I feel about K-pop. Sorry. Yeah, it's true though. There's a lot of things that like we all enjoy, but like if you enjoyed it in high school, everyone's gonna make fun of you for it. Dude, yeah. okay. Even dubstep. No, because like, when I was in high school, middle school, I was a diehard K-pop fan. And mm-hmm. then when I found EDM and raves, I'm like, eh, K-pop's whatever. But now it's like popping right now, and I'm like, where were you guys? Like y'all were making fun of me when I loved it whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so crazy too i because i feel like on the topic of what we we're talking about earlier uh with like edm becoming mainstream like history just has a you know it it's like cycle. tends to repeat itself it mm-hmm. repeat itself you know so honestly i genuinely believe i wouldn't be in fitness though if it wasn't for like sneaking to the computer room to watch anime yeah i, I really don't think so Dude, anime honestly i feel like it just has this uh, it has this element to it that's just really really inspiring oh mm-hmm. i agree i think yeah i agree 100 yeah. percent. i have like Brittany and i are just like 
I'm a very true believer this like anime has a very specific style of storytelling yeah that um American television just it can't match yeah. like it tries to Marvel's the closest but I don't to think matching the anime like the storytelling of man yeah yeah but I think it's I think it's different in the way that like it's not really trying to because if I had to compare modern cinema to anime mm -hmm. like the thing i think that people who make modern cinema would complain about anime um i think the thing that they would have to complain about anime about would be the fact that it's too on the nose it's too in your face it's too like like everything's over exaggerated right but that's the style of anime mm -hmm. is that it's supposed to be that way right mm -hmm. versus i feel like modern cinema tries to be a little more subtle about it mm -hmm. because there's something to be said about the art of making something in a roundabout way and still giving you that same feeling of being inspired versus anime just dives right into it. Yeah. They just give it, yeah, they give it yeah. all to you right there. And I think both are great. Both yeah. are like, they both have their, their pros and cons. I feel like- I, I, I think it's a cultural thing, yeah. to be honest. I think it's more 100%. so not just no, anime, it, but it's, yeah. it's Asian versus say like Western yeah. cinema. Yeah. Asians just really, they're just in their feels, bro. Yeah, yeah. and they're so like, um, what's the word? emotion not oppressed but like like it's like like take japan for example you know yeah. like the, you know you don't really show like emotion uh as much in public which is why like you know um yeah they're just like oppressed is a pretty good word though for it. yeah emotionally like like they have higher suicide rates oh you know, and yeah. So, yeah yeah they're emotionally unavailable because it's been trained into them exactly yeah like, more I, simps yeah. <laughs> yeah. i guess We're that's where simps, simps come from i will uh, i will also <laughs> add into that too just like i feel like when it comes to uh anime yeah. um and uh, american television american television is always like subtle like you mentioned and then constantly like what's the word i'm looking for twist 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 yeah. trying to add more to the story you know uh, uh cliffhanger cliffhanger, Things cliffhanger. Being unexpected exactly whereas anime journey yeah journey 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 telling a full story moving forward through development. arc after arc after arc. character development exactly yeah. yeah yeah character development story development world development whereas like yeah um uh, a lot of american television is like What's, has what's too, the dramatic but, twist that we're doing right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. American television has character development and all that stuff too. But Game it's, of Thrones. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's just in a, it's in a much slower pace. It's that's slow. American. That's HBO. <laughs> <laughs> but it is kind of funny. Maybe that is why they like make it like like if you think about like like Japanese culture, for example, because they're so emotionally oppressed, they make they like the way they express themselves is like through anime which is very in your face and all the emotions are out on the table oh yeah versus us american culture we're a lot more expressive naturally yeah. so maybe that's why we ha we feel the need to be a little more subtle about i feel like i feel like i mentioned this before maybe on the podcast maybe just privately i you're you're a big fan of uh, japanese culture right i I, for, I remember you mentioning that correct me if i'm wrong if you know i know that in japan there's certain districts where like people kind of get weird like you know how we here in america we work hard we play hard you know you know, we work all week and then we go party hard all weekend or yeah. whatever. The mm -hmm. Over there, from what I understand, they work hard and then they get weird. Like, like yeah. they, there's like a district where they just like do some weird shit. Dude, you can buy pants like, in a vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> you can, like, you can dress however you want. Like, it's just so you can get like all no that way. like oppression out of the experience. You weird. I've Wait, never how, been to Japan. I don't know. How, how weird are we talking? We're talking like like old men in like made outfits and they're like walking around or like you, you know can, buying panties in like a, in huh. a vending machine. you can go oh, wow. you can go to a, a like it's a not store just yeah it's like, not like watch. just a sexual release type of thing it's like i'm just i want to like not be what i have to be the other whatever amount yeah. it is like they're they're so work hard work hard work yeah, hard yeah, yeah. business suit whatever and yeah like, i want to be a dog today 
Yeah. No, seriously. Like, yeah. I, I don't, like that's what I've read up on. Yeah. Mm. The, the self-expression. Mm. Are, are, are we level. going to Japan now? You want to be a dog? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you want to buy a comment? I'm My just comment? curious. You want to buy panties from a vending machine? Why Mickey? not? Why used not? Panties? Wait, used? 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 It's used? Oh, no, they're used. Yep, they're used. Never oh. mind. Ew. Yeah. Why? You didn't know that? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, yeah. who puts that in? Like, whose panties are those? Don't ask me. I don't know. Do they know. get the money for <laughs> it? Like, Do they find <laughs> it on the street yeah. and then like just like... Someone's selling panties? How expensive is this vending machine? I have no idea, but I mean, Wait, I'm sure you know they, they have asking, districts. Asking you know what they also do? They have, they have, they have rent, rent, boy, rent, a, rent a boyfriend. They rent a boyfriend, rent a girlfriend, so you can yeah. rent like a boyfriend for a day. Wow. Yeah, I believe it. I want to no, rent no, a no, chubby. No, like, it's true. Yeah. New video idea? Yeah. <laughs> I, rented, I rented a girlfriend for one day. Here's how it went. <laughs> Ends uh, up being just a pillow, like a body yeah, pillow. Like, yeah, it's a body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> just put like a little audio recorder, uh, audio recording on it. Oh it's my like, gosh! It's like, what Hi, is that? What? I love you. <laughs> what is that? What is that show on Netflix with the hormone monsters? The hormone monsters? Yeah, have you seen that? No. no. At, wait, oh, anime oh, or oh, oh, Netflix? Um, Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? Jake, Jake with his show. pillow or something? I actually stopped yeah. watching after like the third season because I just got weirded out. It got, it weird got real weird. quick. <laughs> Dude, like these are, they're supposed to be middle school kids. It just got fucking weird. Big Mouth, that, you know what's ironic is that's an American Netflix show, not even an anime. I know. I know. <laughs> you guys are weirdos. <laughs> Um, not you guys. Sorry, Netflix. Um, so I, I had a question. Just changing gear, uh, changing gears, changing huh? gears. Haha, <laughs> real Whoa. quick. Um, I wanted to ask now. I wanted to ask you a question. Um, so you're very open about uh, your use of gear, um, and I wanted to know what are your thoughts on the way that that uh, mixes with pre-workout <laughs> can festivals? You, and uh, can you also first explain? To us, what gear is? Because yeah. a lot of yeah. people don't know what it, it is. is. Yeah. Um, gear is just PEDs, which is a. Uh, uh, I mean, it de- depends on what kind of gear you're talking about. Most of the time, gear is just the slang word for PEDs, which is a performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. Um, and obviously, not something that anyone really should ever be taking. But unfortunately, yeah. this day and age, we all do. A lot of people do things that they probably shouldn't be doing, anyways. Yeah. So, um, but it's just. Unfortunately, a part of the bodybuilding industry. I was about like to ask that. The actual that. bodybuilding industry. Yeah, um, you pretty much have to, right? Especially if you're going, if you're going for your pro card. Yeah, it's not people, not something people like to talk about. But you know, of course, these days, like, it's also important to, you know, be a little transparent in some areas because most of the world already understands that it exists, and mm-hmm. a lot of people already t- try to take advantage of it, anyways. Yeah. So I guess the best thing we could really do is like educate properly, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Unlike. So you think it's like better to dare. be more transparent? Dare oh when you're a kid. yeah, and dare, yeah. or shall we say, transparent? For anyone that's interested, by the way, Niall has an entire podcast uh, on this too. If you're um, interested, if if you're interested in learning more, I definitely yeah. recommend you go check Thanks, it out. Appreciate it. I, I highly recommend it too because I'm Shout I'm all out. about being like you know let's educate people because yeah. people are going to do whatever they want no yeah. matter what. Like mm-hmm. take, at least be safe about it. Yeah, yeah. like take take our fest like in EDM and festival all that stuff. Yeah, but, and I'll I'll touch on this later, but like. 
we know what goes on at these festivals. Let's just yeah. do it safely so everyone yeah. can go home. Exactly. Even Insomniac exactly. knows what goes on at these festivals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know? yeah, they had the end overdose booth. That was yeah. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had Narcan now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know about that? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. so um, they're now allowing Narcan into festivals. Yep. Um, yep. And the uh, I, I always forget the name of it. Is it Narcalon? Narcalox? <laughs> yeah, I think something it's like I think it's Narcalogs or something like yeah, wait, let's yeah, yeah. fact check it. But they're allowing the um the sprays into festivals now. So if someone is having uh an opioid uh, overdose, uh it actually reverses the effects of an overdose could save your life. Someone from mm. ground control said that they use that escape. Yep. And I'm they save someone's life. I'm yeah. absolutely Whoa. not surprised. Yep. And like really mm. uh Pas- pasquale like Nalexone. props to you big step in the right direction now it's so so there you go yeah Nalexone. so um but anyways yeah so it's it's really good that we have that going on but yeah they're they're not dumb they know that all this stuff goes on and i think that's why like it's so it's so funny to see like uh that's like another crossover that the fitness industry and i feel like the raving and edm industry have is that like everyone knows that we have these things that yeah. like you know you're not supposed to do and the thing is is people are just going to do and it you can't control everyone exactly. I mean, they're gonna do it if they're gonna do it but yeah. the, the least that they can do is just be safe about it yeah 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 but but on to, on to the original question mm-hmm. how do you feel like the two mix because um yeah i really i really think they don't um if you're doing peds if anyone's doing peds i really think it's best not to do pre-workouts during festivals festival pre-workouts yeah yeah mm-hmm. i really don't think so um peds affect your organs greatly yeah. it depends on what you're a hundred percent depends on what you are on people have this mistakenly mistaken idea that's like when you go into the dark side there's only dark and light there's no spectrum but like there is a huge spectrum of what you're doing there's a reason yeah. why body there's big 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 ass bodybuilders on that stage yeah and there's guys who are still on pds but they're not they don't look anything close to that yeah it, there's just it's just dosage makes a difference yeah mm-hmm. and what you're on makes a difference but peds affect your organs they also affect your heart um and you don't want to mix that with other things that may affect your CNS in a similar way, whether it's yeah. a depressant oh, yeah. or a stimulant, mm-hmm. um, especially if they're both stimulants. Uh, I'm pretty sure Aziz died of a heart attack in a likely similar way. I don't know what it was. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if it was like Glenn Trend and then um, possibly like an albuterol and probably like, uh, if I can just say it, like maybe E, ecstasy or something. Yeah. MMA. I don't know, a press pill, whatever yeah. uppers are in a press mm-hmm. pill, you mix those all together. And yeah. Sounds like a recipe for a heart attack. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Because so, I mean, <clears throat> MDMA, E, all that, it does, yeah. it, it's a stimulant, you know, mm-hmm. it, it increases your heart rate. Yeah. So uh, I think the best thing is like, you really need to be educated and know, you need to know it. Yeah. Like you need mm-hmm. to know what you're doing before yeah. you put anything in your body. Yep. In yeah. fact, I mean, you probably just should be putting anything in your body at all anyways. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, but like uh, I ask also because um now i know that you know because you're a bodybuilder and stuff and you don't you don't drink um like what what is your preference usually when going to festivals of pre-workout without mm-hmm. being too specific but mm-hmm. so i mean obviously drinking is the the one thing that i've been avoiding like for roughly six years and i think that's yeah. the biggest thing that like everyone's like oh like if you're on gear and stuff whatever like that's probably where you're jacked and stuff but i, I genuinely want to press that like not to say that, oh, like I've been doing this, but like I have been counting my macros and tracking my food for the last four to five years straight. 
without like a missed day. So you could like, I could go into my app and tell you what Can't I did if you wanted to. That's <laughs> a lot of and dedication. Then, um, that is huge like six dedication. Years off of alcohol. And yeah. I do genuinely think that makes a huge, huge difference, especially yeah. that if you are doing bodybuilding with something like PEDs, mm. that means you actually have to overcompensate for the things that you are taking in order yeah. to maintain a healthy level so you don't die. Um, right. So mm. you don't have some, um, you know, kind of organ damage. Yeah. So, uh, but when I do go to festivals, like, I like to do things that with that i understand will not interact with anything that i might be on at the time mm-hmm. and things that i understand um if i do it like this one weekend yeah and i do all these precautions you know take my sammy and my 5-htp take my electrolytes also take my antioxidants take Vitamins. my glutathione yeah. glutathione is a big thing that a lot of people probably don't use because it's injectable but it's the most effective anti antioxidant uh extremely freaking effective dude and effective oh. like it's it's amazing and it's, it, it'll be really effective for raving too okay um, wait what's it called again glutathione glutathione oh but is it an injection you said um you can you can ingest it but it is way more effective injected interesting mm. yeah and you can get it at literally any hrt clinic or anything like that mm, okay. i'll even get it through, through your doctor somehow or something if you wanted to yeah but uh what was i saying um just about uh uh all the precautions you take. Oh yeah. Anything. Um, I like psychedelic. Yeah. I like psychedelics. I feel like psychedelics are a pretty safe, like alternative yeah. relatively. Yeah. Were we just I mean, talking it, about like the levels? Yeah. Well, yeah, we, yeah. I think we were, but, um, I'll, like oh, the also, schedules? yeah, the schedule, yeah. the schedules. Yeah. Cause there are like drug schedules, but yeah. also, um, uh, or sorry, pre-workout schedules. But, uh, also I know that like, um, shrooms are becoming a lot more uh, common and they just legalized them in they're decriminalizing Arizona, right? it. Do, I don't they, know. Well, they decriminalize it in Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, and yeah. then in, in Arizona, I think they're now legal. Fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure they just became legal. They were trying and, to legalize it. I know that. Yeah. yeah. What about California? It's a process. It's I a know. process. Yeah. It's a process. Because think about it. First, you got to decriminalize <clears throat> it. Then you got to legalize That's it. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, but... uh. Psychedelics are, are a great option, but obviously, you know, um, it really affects your psyche. So you got to make sure that you're in the right state of mind. Plus, yeah. if you put yourself around too much stimulant stimulation, psychedelics will already increase your stimulation. Yeah. So yeah. that can overstimulate you. Yeah. That's why I per- prefer psychedelics. For example, my my first time in electric forest was the first time I ever tripped. Oh, oh that's oh a perfect. Yeah. That it was. It was. It was, it was I, I thought. I thought life clicked, and I thought I figured everything out. <laughs> I, 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 I saw. I literally saw sound and like heard callers. Yeah. Yeah. I, will say, I will say. I personally had. I was never gonna do any kind of psychedelic or you know pre work psychedelic at a, a festival because I just felt like it'd be too much stimulation, and then Okeechobee. Life just made sense. Everything yeah. just made sense. Mine, huh? Yeah. I, I just see that if you if you are going to a rave where for some reason you might be around certain kind of people that might um, influence your mind in a manner that's not positive for your mental health, I would recommend staying off of psychedelics. If you're going absolutely, into a absolutely. festival no, or a place sure. where you feel like the people that you're around seem to influence your mental state your positivity in a positive way, yeah. maybe people that you can learn from, role models, something like that. I find psychedelics the key to opening your mind mm-hmm. in order for you to actually be more readily um available for that change I yeah. Guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah i feel like i haven't like really I feel like it, it was like a like an, a, an opening yeah to, like mm-hmm. f- forced me to realize that i can actually change i can actually improve yeah yeah, yeah. 
I, I never believed I could. And that affects you moving forward too. Yeah, dude. Like, no, it does. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I think the key word that you put into is like being available for the change, being available for the Yeah, growth. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. anybody can do psychedelics. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you're not ready for the change or you're not open to the potential change, it's just going to be like, you know, a euphoric feeling, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. But right. you have to be open and ready for, huh, I want to see this new perspective. Yeah. Setting I intentions actually... also help. Exactly. Because yeah. like from personal experience, when I did it, I was just it literally made me feel like I was like one with myself mm-hmm. Yeah. because I literally dug deep into my mind and saw like what I needed to change and who I actually was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had to embrace that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you yeah. visit all those doors that you're scared to do when you're yeah. just like living your everyday life, you know, and it kind of forces you to confront those things and to, mm-hmm. to fi- figure out. A no, way to literally. It's like opening yeah. up a third eye. Exactly. Yeah. And, that's, that's, yeah. and I feel like that's precisely why now saying like, you got to be like, in a mentally good place mm-hmm. yeah. because if you're not ready for those doors it could be dangerous doors True. to be it's opening scary. Yeah. it could be yeah exactly it could be dangerous doors to be opening right now and then you could have a bad trip yeah, yeah. In, a, in a weird way sometimes the bad trips are also the ones that give you the realizations you need that's true that's but true i am just but saying just... it's very it's a very uncomfortable experience yeah. so yeah. But i don't but... think it's what you want to do at a rave no absolutely yeah. <laughs> but that's why that's why like if, if you if you think you might have a bad trip you're gonna do it anyway at least be with some good people. Exactly. Yeah. No, make sure you're comfortable. I do recommend that. Too. Sit yeah. tripper. Yeah. Sit tripper. Yep. You know, have yeah. a your rave dad, your rave mom. Like, there should sit sit tripper. Yeah. Trip sitter. Trip sitter. Trip sitter. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do it at a festival, a camping yeah. festival, because you could always just lay back at camp if yeah. anything goes wrong. You'll yeah. Be able to yeah. Just- yeah chill. i will or say, take a step back from festivals <clears throat> entirely like you don't yeah. have to do it at a festival yeah you can, like, home like nature do it at home do it nature. in nature Joshua yeah. Tree. Yeah. The, the first and only time i've done shrooms was at uh, uh the beach mm-hmm. and i was with a bunch of friends and yeah. we had a trip sitter yeah. and that was the most at peace i've like ever felt and we like even found this uh secluded part of the beach where there was no people yeah and mm. that was the best we were like just playing frisbee like, oh, nice, nice nice yeah so nice. fun i uh, i kind of want to share the story <laughs> I kind of share. So I'm scared. My okay. mom, I'm scared. My mom will see it, but at the same time, it is what it is. Um. So, uh, my dad passed away, mm-hmm. um, yeah. back in 2014, and I had never done any psychedelics at that point in time. I'm very spiritual. I'm Buddhist by raising all that jazz. Um, and I knew that when after my dad passed away, I was gonna wait like a year to give myself that time to grieve. I was like, all right, I'm allowed to grieve. You know, I'm allowed to just like yeah, lose my shit and like yeah. whatever. And I don't know. I for some reason I thought to myself, you know, like. I want to. Uh, I want to have a psychedelic trip. I want to do uh, uh, acid. Actually, yeah. um, well, uh, anyway, uh, pre workout. Uh, yeah, just bleep that part out. Don't know what I'm talking. He's about. not gonna bleep it. I was here. I was I'm lazy. <laughs> basically, a year after a year after that, I went to this beach with some friends and whatnot. We had a trip sitter, everything, um, and I, I did that. And like, it was it was the most important experience I've I've had. In, I want to say in my life because mm-hmm. I remember that like just being at one with myself, being at peace, I started becoming more comfortable with myself. And then like, I went to this, like, I went and like, climbed this like mini cliff thing, maybe as tall as this like ceiling. And then like, I sat there and I just closed my eyes and I meditated. And I, I maybe it was like chemicals, maybe it was like spirits, I don't know. But I felt like I just wanted to like talk to my dad one last time, see where he's at, see if he's okay. And I felt him hug me. I promise you, I felt, I felt him hug me. Yeah. And I haven't been um, depressed or like sad about his passing ever since. Like, don't get me wrong. I long for my dad. I'd love to like tell him about everything that I'm doing. And and but like, it. I feel like he's still watching. If if like if he can come give me that hug just for like a second, he's probably watching. Oh, yeah. For sure. So like so like for me like <sighs> psychedelics and that like things 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 like that. It, 
they're they're powerful things. Yeah, I, I agree with that. They're very, very um, powerful things. Through the grieving process, I mean, this is not to say that you can't um, achieve this without it, but I have felt that it's helped me to realize that I do carry a lot of the strongest things that they have given me with me, um, and by not continuing to move forward and do my best in the way that they would have wanted. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful stuff. Yeah. Especially with you. Cause uh, I know you've, I know you've lost some, some friends along the way. Um, but that most more notably, um, you had a friend recently, right? That just, mm-hmm. that just passed from that. Yeah. So, um, well, just backtracking a little bit. Yeah. The the last things that I personally have the last things I personally have taken, um, or that I find to be like a possible option at like festivals and stuff, especially if you're on something like PEDs, is uh occasionally I'll do like you know, I'll do caffeine, like a little bit of Red Bull and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm also prescribed Adderall. I like to save that for work, but honestly, sometimes if I take just like a quarter of my 20, 20 milligram, just yeah. five milligrams, <laughs> yeah. that shit sends me on like a little pretty good yeah. chill, like, you know, yeah. chill good feel to appreciate the music. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, and then also weed is pretty nice, uh, especially because yeah. we live in California, so it's nice to be able to just do that. Yeah. The problem with weed is that it'll increase your prolactin. Um, so if you're on PEDs, things like Tren and De- Deca, will also increase your prolactin as well. And oh. prolactin is the male or is the uh female hormone. Um one that you know, feed your baby milk, you want to take care of your baby. Yeah. That kind of hormone. Men have it too. But when men's prolactin is too high, it causes a lot of issues. Um, oh. a lot of sex drive issues, a lot of issues with dopamine as well. Um oh, wow. also if you're prone to gynecomastia, it'll react with your breast tissue and it'll help for more permanent gynecomastia. Got it. A lot of people think it's estrogen, but it's actually the reaction between or the balance between estrogen and prolactin. So right. there's way more variables that'll actually cause that. Yeah. So like if you're doing, that's why you gotta like be careful as a male if you're smoking too much weed. So I have to kind of do it in like balance. Is is that why and some then, guys um, have really big nipples? <laughs> what? It, it could that be, gyno? but the 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 thing is That's that there's, there's is. some people that there's some people that are just way so more way more prone to it than others. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. Some people don't even take it. They get gynecomastia as a teenager. Yeah. But there's some people that'll take a little bit and they'll get a lot of gynecomastia. Yeah. There's some yep. people that'll take fucking everything under the sun and they will get nothing. Mm, and they're yeah. Cool. Everybody's just the different. way that the world is. Yeah. yeah. Just so you guys know, on, when when you have gyno, uh, what is it, gynecomastia? Gynecomastia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your 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 like nipples get like bigger, or yeah. like they get like yeah, like the circles around your uh, areolas. Yeah, your areolas. There, no, I was looking you're, for you're, that you're, word. Yeah, your areolas. Your areolas. Your areolas. Your areolas. Your areolas. Um, your areoles don't get bigger it's the breast tissue oh, the breast right tissue. underneath it okay, gotcha. that grows you oh yeah because yeah, you get like a little hill there sorry yeah yeah i'm really bad at explaining this <laughs> areoles just grow fucking larger <laughs> you baloney like- barb from- <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's why isn't that like a big indicator too for uh people who like especially like younger men who start gear they like if they do it too fast or something they start to get that right yeah mm-hmm. it, it can be but i don't like to say it is because there's so many people that like one of my friends that just have it, they're just prone to it. Yeah. So, yeah. and then you don't want to like, I don't want to like be like, oh, he takes steroids or some yeah. shit like yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah. everyone's different. That makes um, sense. Yeah. I have one friend that even like lactated out of his nipples just <gasps> wow. because it's just, he just has that. Holy he had to take shit. some medication for it, Damn. unfortunately. Because everybody has breasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, and milk comes out of all. 
No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> you, need, you, need, you need the right hormone, like you said. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you also want to want to finish your thought on um the the friend we were referring to mm-hmm. from earlier? Yeah. Um. I'm sorry. It's just like I don't know why it feels. I guess I guess it's normal for it to feel sometimes yeah, hard to talk course. about. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's. It's just unfortunate because, like, there's so many drugs out there. There's so many medications out there that everyone's on, you know, yeah. Western yeah. medications and opioids and stuff. And people need to be aware of the things that that can cause no matter what. So yeah. it doesn't really matter, like, what you're doing, whether or not it's morally correct or not. Because I guess opioids might not be if you're in pain, right? Yeah. yeah. But I just want to face that, like, there's there's a drug out there, too, that is also, um, quote, unquote, a substitute for alcohol for bodybuilders. because mm-hmm. it's calorie free doesn't suppress your protein synthesis like alcohol does yeah it also doesn't push you out of REM sleep like alcohol does it mm-hmm. actually pushes you into REM sleep because it's made for narcolepsy yeah um and this is while the long term may not seem to have as many side effects as many of the other drugs that people yeah. take for recreational use uh the short-term effects i think are the most dangerous because the risk is that it is way easier to overdose than any drug i know um and if you overdose on this drug you can easily, easily die. Um, and so I still haven't really decided how much I ever really want to talk about it, but uh, the only reason I bring it up is because I, I want people to understand that they really need to know, like you really need to know yeah. about what you're doing, yes. no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I did have a friend that passed away. Um, yeah. And I, I think if we had a little bit more awareness, yeah. the risks could be lower. Yeah. Yeah. Do your research, guys. Please. Absolutely. Yeah. We, I, I, I've been putting the link to it in every video, but um, I do include uh, the Umbrella Project link. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't know what the Umbrella Project is, it's a website that talks about um, how to safely do substances. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know um, how, I don't know how many substances they go over, but they definitely go over the core the core ones that we all yeah. know. Yeah. Um. So read up on stuff before you do anything. And obviously, mm-hmm. we're not here condoning. Yeah. yeah. Substances. It's, it's just if you're gonna do it, do your research. Yeah. It's yeah. it's the understanding that like you know, your body your body's a machine. Yeah. It, it it's affected by things in different kinds of ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's like anything. You should understand how it works so that you know what. You're gonna happen. You can take care of yeah. it. You can yeah. you, you can problem solve any solutions that come up. And also at the same time too, you have to understand that like pre workout of any type, it's a gamble. Mm. Yeah, it's a yep. gamble. You don't know what's actually in it. Sometimes you do, but then you also don't know how it affects your body. Yeah. You might not know how it affects vitamin C in your body because a yeah. lot of might... them are be- have become laced too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. to make it easier. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And understand too that the, the more frequently you do it, the more gambles you are taking. Yes. So, yeah. And it's like it's like there's some basic understanding that, again, like 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 Niall mentioned, if there was awareness, I, I feel like a lot of people would still be alive today. Like take for example, like maybe Z's uh, that you're mentioning, like too many uppers all at the same time. Yeah. Could have been the reason why his heart gave yeah. out. Yeah. You know, like. Stimulate, on stimulate, on stimulate. Yeah, this was yeah. Happen. It's a weird thing, you know. You want to say that, like, oh, you don't want to normalize shit, but at the same time, if like there was this social media presence where there was more knowledge out there, maybe you would have known. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Hundred percent. I like to believe that. Um, I like to believe that. Uh, 
having discussions like this is is what's going to help. You know, yeah, oh, for people, sure. We talk about it. People listen. They talk about it. It goes on and so forth, so that people can you know communicate with each other, make each other aware, and then. Yeah. I mean, look, we have because, end overdose yeah, at, at festivals exactly, now. and these conversations are really hard, you know, to talk about. Yeah. But I just feel like we need to. Yeah. So. Hundred percent. Um, jumping to a lighter note, though, real quick before we close things out. Last topic. <laughs> um, uh, I I had one last question for you now. Um, so obviously we know you're very uh active about your macros, and you're <laughs> <laughs> you're very on that shit. Um, so uh, how do you sustain yourself? at festivals because i've literally seen you pull out protein bar after protein bar you in the always middle. have something protein in, in your the middle of the set you and could bring, how do you bring that in because Wait. i've always tried to bring snacks in you gotta, you gotta smuggle that shit in your oh, jock strap really? bro. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> if my protein bar doesn't taste like ball sweat then i don't want it <laughs> um but Jeez, we got everyone trying to mule in just, pre-workout but we got this man just trying to bring protein in protein bars. i just want to point out that i've literally watched I watched the entire thing happen. Niall pulls out a protein bar. She's like, let me just- he eats it. He then takes out his phone and logs it on his macros <laughs> in the middle of a set. I love that. <laughs> That's an acacia right there, bro. Uh, so what do you recommend for people if you're, tra- if you're trying to bring in like snacks and stuff or sustainability? I've also seen yeah. you pull out um, emergency, which I got from you. And now oh, I do yeah. that. Yeah. That helps, dude. Because yeah, you dude. get so dehydrated at the festival and you're just trying to drink water. You don't yeah. get your electrolytes in. Yeah. Plus yeah. extra vitamin C. Plus, I know it helps a little bit with the pre-workout sometimes. Yeah. So. That's true. Yeah. So protein bars and emergency. Um, bring them. If you can bring other snacks too. Healthy snacks. Mm. I forgot about this one tip. Pedialyte. Pedialyte for after the festival. That, oh, yeah. Dude, Pedialyte's amazing oh, yeah. for, for, after, for when you've had like uh, pre-workout and whatnot. And yeah. you're just like trying to get all those electrolytes back yeah. in your body. Yeah. Yep yeah know your recovery uh sustain yourself during the festival give your body what it needs especially if you're going to be doing pre-workout and other other substances <laughs> have you ever tried to like pre-workout. smuggle a meal prep in <laughs> <laughs> if there's one I'd person to do that underwear. it's gonna be this guy po- i've seen people bring your freaking in and out to a festival you could smuggle Ooh, in i mean like a nice healthy meal prep no, like some bro, chicken and like, some rice no, yeah try it try <laughs> try smuggling that shit in no he, he yeah. won't do that at a festival but he will bring it to like wherever we're staying yeah. because nile does not go anywhere without his chicken, the chicken. And no yeah i see your chicken i, I got i got say like scale when's when's uh what's the next festival you're going to and can we try that can we like i kind of want to see you like bring in some asparagus some yeah. chicken some rice dude i think we should honest, do, we'll bring a blanket put it, like set up a picnic somewhere oh my god <laughs> i feel like that'd be oh, really shit. great it's a video right there that'd be yeah. hilarious just eating meal prep while watching the festival <laughs> I yeah. meal prep to, to count down i've been wanting to do that no i swear i've been wanting to do that so bad i just like i feel like they're gonna take it away like i was gonna no, do it bro, gold did you see the did you see the security at escape they didn't give a shit. I think we could do it. I think, I think we, we could, could do, do it. Yeah, please. Please. <laughs> Dude, honestly, yeah. honestly, like, hide under the camera or something. Okay. We could do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's not tell people that. <clears throat> um, We'll just... We'll cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> yeah, I, I really yeah. think we should. Future Devin, cut that out. <laughs> yeah, future Devin, cut that out. Because remember, we talked about this. Sorry. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You need to find yourself an editor, bro. I know. We yeah, have I'd be one. staying up. I'd be staying one. up till five or six a.m. Yeah, you were night, up last night. I thought we yep. had one. I was up till six a.m. last night. I'm on running on like five yeah. hours of sleep right now. So it's, so just, it's just a lot. It's a lot Sorry. of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Niall knows yeah. exactly what I'm going through because you're doing the same thing with your podcast. Oh, well, we appreciate you. Thank you. Um, we do, that we are uh, running out of time, so uh, I want to give one last uh, second to 
um, Niall, plug anything you got going on right now. Uh, yeah. Your life. yeah. Tell the people um, what you got going on. The biggest thing, the biggest project that I uh, am doing that I'm the most passionate about, like I'm not really, I don't get anything back from it, but it's just the most fulfilling is the podcast that I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, it's transparent with Niall Naga. Um, it's not on PEDs or bodybuilding. It's just on everything. Yeah. Every, everything in regards to like um, just spirituality, yeah. fitness, yeah, yeah. Um, relationships, just yeah. anything in regards to like my kind of life. I'm going um, to be honest. I really want to get on your podcast. Yeah. I'll be completely honest. Like, with you, yeah. They know the way I like to, I, I'm, well, I love to talk. We're going to be, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah like, I, I love to like to explain everything yeah. and like really like, you know, break things down because like yeah. it's real talk. Authenticity yeah. authenticity is so important to me and it's it's been good i've been i've been keeping up and watching mm-hmm. uh at least watching the social clips and everything it's mm-hmm. it's good thanks dude yeah actually thanks, dude. i need to work it. on those though the social clips <laughs> but yeah um thank you guys so much again for watching um thank you so much Niall, for coming on thank and you for blessing us with your presence always a <laughs> thank pleasure. you mate thank you for blessing <laughs> the room um but yeah this has been episode six um these have been really fun wow continue so please sick. continue to leave your suggestions for topics that you guys want to see mm-hmm. um and uh please engage with the engage with the video like comment all that stuff you know the drill Um, yeah 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 sub to the sub to the channel but uh again i've been devin i'm mickey i'm nand i'm brenda i'm niall this is our our wonderful guest niall thank you so much for being here thank you thank you thank you we'll see we'll see you in two weeks guys bye bye oh